Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Generic Earphone. Let's go, Gabe and Jody. Let's go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Brilliant. So hey. well. It can't be awesome. your first time. Nah, these guys are our highest veterans, but yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe Harry, I'll hand over to you and you can like give a little bit of context for, for our guests today. Yes. Uh, we, today we have Jody and Gabe from the documentary Running the Roof. Uh, Jody, the inspiration uh, and also intrepid soul. Uh, so thank you. You two are both seem like amazing intrepid souls that I've met at Love Island and graciously welcome, uh, joined us today on my podcast, Mine and Charlie's Generic Airborne. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Amazing. I love how we met at Love Island, not Love Trails Festival, but you know, I was going to say, oh my God, I need to uh, polish up my intros. I'm not used <laughs> to having guests. I'm sorry, guys. But you know, we know what kind of reality TV show you're watching. Yeah, no, we are. Every, every night game, apparently. I've, I've actually, every night, yeah. I actually never watched Love Island, but the week before I met you guys, I went to Spain and was right next to the Love Island villa, so went around to visit it. So it must have been in my head. Okay. Uh, okay, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't a, mystery, a mystery man. No. I, mean, I guess, I guess, I guess uh, Maddie would, uh, would not approve. No, no, she would not. No, so, uh, not. right. We're doing too much of the talking right now. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Gabe. How are you doing? How are you feeling today? Been traveling a lot. You tired? Um, I've been doing fantastic. I feel very, very uh, fulfilled after the weekend at Love Trails Festival. Correction, mm. not not Love Island. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I feel fulfilled. It's you know, it's one of those spaces to I guess the listeners that don't know what it is. It's it's a running festival, and mm. There's uh, scatter of different like organized runs throughout the weekend and you go trail running along the coast of Wales and there's like wild horses and run to uh, swims, cliff jumping, castle parties, and then you come back and it's a music festival. So it honestly the best of both worlds and uh, it's, it is my happy spot. So I came back coming from that trip, just very um, full. Yeah. That's what I felt like from it. Like you just, you, it has this sort of sense that you feel completely uh, both fully rested and complete and really energized. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Jody, how did you of- after? Yeah, very much the same, actually. Um, yeah, still riding that high from Love Trails Festival, um, as well as being out in incredible scenery and a beautiful environment. You're just surrounded by really great beautiful people who um yeah definitely I, I feel super positive still from everybody that I met and everything that we did like dancing running like Gabe said <laughs> jumping off cliffs swimming you name it we did it it was yeah, I needed to do, I needed to do a lot more of that Charlie's definitely going to try and join next year I think is this okay. the only people like it um I don't know. It's the only ones like this that I have been to. Um, and it's great. I think we both go sort of every year. Uh, it's where we both met originally. Um, yeah, I keep have going back. Definitely come next to any other festivals? 
I mean, it's like, so it's most, you guys mostly meet at Love Trails and then this incredible run that you guys did together. <laughs> yeah, we met at Love Trails and my, uh, my nickname for Jody was the inspiration just because she was definitely an inspiration. And one is like a very positive and energetic force to meet at the festival my first year. And uh, when I moved to London um, later, I, I called her the, the inspiration. Um, and <laughs> yeah. uh, that then led to, yeah, I saw her at Love Trails, but that then led to uh, me giving her a phone call. And I said, hey, I'm looking for an inspiration to do some sort of crazy run. Will you come with me? That's insane. I mean, I mean, you, you guys know how to give a guy FOMO. I mean, it sounds it, it sounds insane. Um, and, and just to like, one, the nickname. Okay, obviously I want to go over there and get my own nickname and get that get that sorted. But also to think about like an adventure, like like running the roof in Tajikistan. Let me get that right. Um, yeah, wow. Like, I mean, how, how does that like even come about, that whole thing? Like the call? Go and Gabe, so, do you want to tell that? <laughs> so I guess to give people a bit of background, uh, Running the Roof is the name of a documentary that we are um, both a part of. And it started out, um, it, it started out as a, a drunken bet in a pub. And I spun around with my friend JB and landed on a map. We decided that we were going to organize a running event there. Um, but we landed on Tajikistan and I had very very little knowledge actually I didn't know it existed which I felt quite ignorant um, so we started doing a lot of research and we decided to plan a route running from the border of Afghanistan to the border of Kyrgyzstan and China over across the Pamiri mountain range um, so that was at a high altitude plateau um, at the same altitude as Mont Blanc Europe's highest mountain and we ran a marathon a day for seven days uh, actually over a marathon a day um, and this was this was the plan I said you know we need someone else if we're going to do this we need a team and I I, I called Joel I, I called Jody and I said <laughs> hey well uh, I'm doing this crazy thing are you in she's like yeah and I was like wait there's no there's no like thought if ands buts no it was just <laughs> yes Wow, that level of trust, geez, like that's insane. <laughs> you were just going to do it. You were going to pay for it yourselves, weren't you? And then you just found these guys uh, ready and willing to film it that wanted to become documentary filmmakers. Yeah. And so, they deserve a, a lot of credit. Like this is such a beautifully shot thing and they're there running alongside you, but they keep you guys completely at the forefront of all of it. Oh, Honestly, for sure. it was more impressive watching Ben which is one of the filmmakers, it was a two-person team and they created this amazing award-winning documentary which won awards around the globe and they did it with limited battery access and at a high altitude and they were, literally ran portions of it with, with massive cameras. Oh my God. That's insane. That's, that's incredible. They do deserve a lot of credit. Like they, and they made such an incredible product with such a nice, like the story to it is just great. Uh, mm. A lot of running stories aren't just about, uh, I mean, you're, it's a unique one because it's so non-goal orientated. You're just trying to get through this valley. That's the only goal is, I mean, that that is the goal, but a lot of times people are trying to do it in the fastest known time and stuff like that. And that just doesn't seem to be on your minds. 
No, yeah, you're right. It was definitely more of a question of can it be done? Um, and we were super lucky to have these incredibly talented people capture it and tell and put together such a beautiful story um, in amazing shots that showed the landscape. It showed so much more than us running and doing a lot of walking. Well, on my part, I think Gabe ran everything. <laughs> um, yeah, massive credit to Ben and Alexis. Huge. Yeah, an enormous credit to you, Jodie, for running the whole distance. But it was definitely a team effort. I One wouldn't have even been there if Gabe hadn't called me. But right. yeah, it, it was definitely a team effort. Logistics, JB was insane. And I've put a lot of trust in these guys. And Gabe brought so much energy on the days that I wanted to stop. Um, he definitely brightened me up. <laughs> so yeah, it was a, massively a team effort for sure. It's awesome. so great seeing the different ways in which you all come through for each other. Yeah, like, and we were super lucky with that. We we built a really good bond. We had great people. Even behind the camera, what you're not seeing is like the other guys going ahead, getting us water, set, yeah. helping set up camp, uh, picking a good spot, making sure that we've eaten. Like Ben and Lex, they're filming and they're non-stop. They're getting up before us. They're going to bed after us. They're also making sure that we're seen to and that we're okay. And yeah, it it couldn't have been done without the team. And um, yeah, big credit to everyone. Awesome. And like, um, I suppose like the unofficial, I guess, topic maybe for this podcast is kind of like mindfulness and like your happy place and sort of like living in the moment. And I kind of, Maybe wanted to ask like both of you, um, sort of has, has running always been sort of like your, your happy place and your, and your go-to to kind of escape from like the rest of the world? Um, or is it something that you discover later on in life? Great question. Um, for me, I think it's more being outside. Um, I have always run. It's, it's not something I picked up later in life, um, but I grew up as probably a feral child. <laughs> <laughs> we and live on a small <laughs> and still a fair adult. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love to be barefoot, running around outside. Um, I was super lucky to grow up in a beautiful part of the world down in Cornwall, uh, in the UK, um, and it's really rural where my parents live. So it very much was like latchkey kid out in out the door. Um, and I think as I've just got older, I've always like I personally I've definitely got into sport I love the community aspect of like team sports um mm. I also love that introverted or um maybe that's not the right word but like that piece like to switch off from all technology and go for long runs in the middle of nowhere and just absorb the beautifulness the environment meet different people and not have ping 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 um so yeah it's just it's been a an extreme progression I would say in my respect interesting I like the idea there's the of thinking about introverted running and extroverted running because Jody, you could probably be defined as like uh, enjoying the introverted running and then Gabe you're definitely an extrovert when you when you look for your challenges but I don't I'm not trying to label you guys because every, I don't believe anyone fits neatly into that category by any means don't I think we both you know recognize that running uh, can be and suit different things for us uh, I think 
that running is a really important way for uh, me to feel healthy in my both my body and my mind um, more so my mind really it's uh, a way of clearing things and um, a, a space away so I do run alone but I also I love organizing large groups of people to run together and socialize and it's a great way to meet and interact um, not only with the people you're around but the environment you're in um, so I think it's uh, running over time has my relationship with has, has definitely evolved. Um, but I think in both senses, in, in a more introverted sense and a more, I guess, uh, um, a use of running as a, a, a introspection and, and as well as a more extroverted sense of use of running to meet people, it's been something that has been a part of my mindfulness um, as I've, I've grown. And no, I think I think Gabe, you like you mentioned, like in the in the doco that there's there was no sort of arbitrary figures or like any sort of milestones to, to go after in the run specifically. So it was it was literally just down to to the pure sort of art of running. And I suppose that like ties neatly into like the stuff that you're doing now with with midnight midnight run and everything like that. Yeah. So right now I organize um, a social fitness movement called Midnight Runners. And we run with a bunch of speakers all connected together. So it's like, it's like if you take a party and make it run, um, that's what it would be. So it's, and it takes over the streets in, in uh, 15 cities. And that is uh, um, a really, really like special culture to my heart. Um, and I, I love, love bringing it to new cities around the world. How long have you been doing that? Um, since 2017. And that's actually how JB and I met. Um, JB being the other person we ran across Tajikistan with. Yes. Oh, sorry, Jai, sorry, you're going to keep So what, do you guys have any uh, trouble balancing social media and running? As in, you both use social media, it seems, uh, as well as, uh, as part of how you promote yourselves. Mm. I don't know if you do promote yourselves. Well, I guess for myself, I, I don't really plan to create any sort of social media or content. I just kind of live my life and uh, will capture the things around me. And if I have mm. content I post, I really don't think too much about uh, what I'm doing. However, for, for, my, for my work, which is organizing Midnight Runners, um, it's more of a, um, a calculated uh, content creation for for midnight runners awesome how about you jody um yeah i would say um i don't necessarily plan content for myself or like see my like i don't know you say promote yourself i think just everything i do is running related <laughs> that yeah. i find interesting and that i get good pictures from um because you're in you just shoot the the camera because it's in a beautiful location or something um so yeah probably by accident um and, <laughs> and yeah sorry Charlie, <laughs> you say, i was gonna say jolly that like that whole sort of beautiful environment thing like that's a really really nice segue actually because obviously like Tajikistan like that environment and that topography was absolutely breathtaking and like but I mean me as like 
an audience member and like a viewer of the documentary can't really like fathom like the sort of area that you know you you were all running in um but i suppose like the interesting thing is like does the sort of environment um kind of contribute to that sort of um mindfulness nature of running um or does it become sort of like a thing that um especially on the like the challenge that all of you undertook uh something that you know is not meaningless but because you're thinking about a goal and like hitting a marathon per day um sort of yeah how how do you kind of view the the environment when you're running good good food for four actually um i think maybe it depends um and maybe like spoiler for those who haven't seen the 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 documentary but there are definitely moments um where in that adventure i had super low points and i was cursing the environment beautiful place don't give a shit about it right. i love that, that was right. great. <laughs> where is there a tube right now yeah. <laughs> but uh but i definitely and i've had that in a few experiences of like focusing on maybe the negatives where you get into that negative mind space but at the same time I can still massively appreciate the environment and say like okay this is what's motivating me because I'm super lucky that I'm in this amazing place even though I might be cursing it right now um mm. but also it brings highs like I have some amazing memories of like things that I've done years and years ago and I'm like that was the best sunrise I ever saw and it would be because I went out running when no one was and a stupid hour in the morning or something like this um so I definitely think it does play into it and I am certainly a person who tries to always look around me and keep my head up um I don't look at my feet too much um because I really want to be mindful and absorb why I'm there like I run mainly now because I want to, I, I love running I love the feel of running I love running with people it's my community it's most of my friends it's how I socialize I also love traveling um and so I want to go to these places and I pick these places because I want to see it so I don't want to run with my head down the whole time um so yeah definitely for me it's a massive motivator and um I definitely try to absorb it um, it's also probably why I'm I steer well away from roads and things because I just don't find it very interesting. It's definitely nice, uh, like having a reason to move for space. I mean, even though you're running for it, uh, but it's nice to move for a space uh, slowly. And as Gabe, you say in the documentary, not inside a car. So there's no barrier between you and the space that you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. Uh a much more genuine way of exploring a space. I definitely think there needs to be, there's room in the world for more documentaries where running is just an excuse to meet different cultures and travel through a space. Um, yeah, and actually on that, um, you know, the, the people that you met along the way, um, you know, obviously like we as the audience, we, we got to see a few uh, friendly faces um you know how was how was like the interaction of like uh, of the locals um what do they think about you know obviously the, the run that you're doing do they think you're absolutely mental do they were they just um you know completely overjoyed that you're in Tajikistan and barely any people probably visit that country 
Gabe was amazing at interacting with the local community, even learning the local language. Um, yeah, I saw that. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Go on. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any um, phrases or words that we can we can learn? Um, so one that is uh, more more topical is davadan, and davadan means to run in Tajik. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it was a a really really great way of meeting people um people i mean we're very confused <laughs> when we drop out, they're like what, what are you doing are you okay do you, do you want to lift you know but uh we met people along the way like a lady like invited me in for tea all along the route um it was such a like a beautiful place to stay in this in like this very secluded valley um and being able to stay in some homestays was um was was quite special because people came and like you got to try some like the local cuisine um rather than our dehydrated food which we um had once we got into the further reaches of the the canyon um am i remembering correctly that you got uh, fed a whole goat yes yes um the, they, they cooked some goat soup um and i ate a lot of it um and because I half got... the group were vegan or vegetarian <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <exactly. way. laughs> or just scared of of like what their stomach would do to uh meat from another country and mm. i said you know what no Sign it's fine uh they went out of their way to cook this amazing <laughs> uh amazing goat and I, I have to try it i have to and it was amazing. It was so fantastic. Um, but uh, it gave me some uh, some problems, digestive problems, and uh, uh, for the next couple of days. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. thing um, is, it was not my first time having, uh, like, I got very sick and got dysentery in India and, you know, traveling elsewhere as well. And I was like, oh, like, by this time, my stomach is like a stomach of steel. Nope. Yeah. Slapped right back down. <laughs> so hard. So the next day I ran a marathon, um, not able to keep anything down, uh, coming out both ways, which is very fun. Still managed uh, to do it though. Um, awesome. Um, that's I one of the things I'm most nervous about when going traveling. <laughs> I'm going traveling for the first time next year. Uh, I've only been outside of Europe once and uh, I've, I've gotten some advice on how not to get ill, but I think it's somewhat inevitable yes uh, you just you just gotta send it you just gotta send it harry <laughs> yeah. o- open, full, send. Open, full send open mind the man just just crack on mm. um but i think one of the things um that like all of you sort of concluded is that you obviously like you learn a lot about yourselves are there any sort of like highlights for both of you that you could like talk to us about in terms of like what you learn about yourself like resilience and and all these other sort of like key elements during the whole the whole challenge. You want to go, to you want to go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely learn a lot. Um, learn. Um, I think I learn a lot more from the others in the team, um, and I really hope I have. Uh, like as Gabe said, I definitely didn't ask any questions when he first asked me. Um, but I think, and I think naivety played on my side this time round, but I think <laughs> <from it. laughs> 
I think as a result, I've hopefully absorbed lots and I would never have known how to logistically organize this and watching and working with this group, I I feel more confident in that I could. Um, also, it was definitely never the same as Gabe. I didn't even know Tajikistan existed. Um, and I think if I had just thought about this by myself rather than being presented it by someone I really trust and who's a huge inspiration himself, I wouldn't have gone for it. But now I feel more confident in that. So, and I want others to know that too. I really want others to not be afraid to try things or to go on adventures and just find a good group of people if you don't want to do it by yourself. But there's so, I learned that there's, so much this earth that we need to go and see or that I desperately want to go see now. Um, I would say more those sort of things I maybe learned um, and probably I should think about training properly, but uh, it's not my game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, maybe it's just not your thing, Jodie. Maybe it's just... Uh... Jodie, you did it. You don't need to train. You clearly need to yeah. it. Just suffer through. That's my, that's my game. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. What about you, Gabe? For myself, I I think I learned so much about um, the culture and the history of the place, and I found that really interesting. Um, but for learning about like myself, more in introspective learnings, I think it was. Um, it, it may sound cliche, but you know, it, you can do anything that you put your mind to. You know, and I think that you can say that so much, but you can only really fully understand it. Then once you achieve it, that feeling of, you know, finishing and accomplishing what we did, not only just the, the run itself, but like landing in Tajikistan and having it organized and like being a part of that team and, you know, coming to, to the end there and, and saying, okay, well, we, we said that we were going to do this and we did it and we followed through. And that is something that no matter how, many times you say it you can really truly understand that sense and feeling of accomplishment once you do it if you put your mind to something you can accomplish it that's huge yeah that's it's, huge. Really cool. it's just about learning where your your own limits are and they're not they're further away than you thought they were you didn't know where they were and you're testing you've tested them and they're they're yeah, you, you guys are very inspirational people because it just makes you, it makes you go, you shouldn't be so, you know, shouldn't be so afraid of failure. Just try. Yeah. See what yeah. And then, and then also like with, with, with running in particular, I mean, I've done, I've done a few marathons and then also, um, you know, failed at a few marathons, you know, getting to the point, hitting 23rd mile and, you know, hitting the ground and, and the marathon didn't go in like the way that you want or the run to go the way, way you want, but I think with all of these sort of challenges, you sort of enter this sort of like the state of, okay, this is what my body is going to be doing for the next so ever many minutes, so ever many hours. Um, what does it what, what does it feel like to sort of like hit that sort of like that state? Because I remember, um, I think it was maybe yourself, Gabe, like you said that you could just like run on one of those days, just continuously, you just hit that point. Um, yeah, how, how does that feel? uh well that specific time is like when you kind of break through and like endure a certain amount of pain you kind of get into this elated state um where you can start to ignore your body and really 
experience the freedom of everything. And I think for, for me, you know, going back to the landscape, a lot of that was just like the pure enjoyment and the exploration of the landscape that was so, that just captivated my mind and drew my mind away from any bodily aches that I was having after 55K at that point. Um, and just, it, it brought me into this kind of uh, uh, state of ecstasy that, that, you know, kept me flowing through the mountains. I think that's what run, makes running so special, right? Like Jodie, did you have a similar sort of moment? Um, probably not. <laughs> not particularly then. I, I, for me, it was a continual, um, yeah, continual moment. There was a, maybe when we finished, there was a bit of elation. Um, but I've definitely experienced. Actually, no, that is a lie. There was a moment I remember looking up and seeing we were in, running next to the river and it was the water was the most beautiful color for one and then you just look up and ahead of you and you're in, in this valley and I just remember feeling um just overwhelmed by how beautiful it was and because there were just so many colors so it wasn't me and I think that was partly because you were running and you're in connection with the environment um mm. but I've definitely had those feelings specifically from running I think something to remember in endurance like you said um when you're charlie when you're in the marathon typically people hit what's called the wall at that like 20 21 mile mark um but actually with endurance if you push through that and you get closer and closer to that finish line or something else happens you have something sugary you have a drink or something and it's just the best feeling and all of a sudden you're riding this high um and it can happen at all different levels and Gabe you said something about running um in the environment and sometimes I get that elation even just on a short little train run but I hit like my favorite section of trail and it's just super fun and you're just suddenly flying and you're just loving the feeling and just thinking yeah this is why I love running nice yeah exactly it happened it happens I think for different people at different points but um and then, and then also like when those times got really really tough like how the hell did you guys kind of say to your to yourself and to your mind and to your body okay let's go again like one more let's go um how how do you how do you do that uh jody had an interesting technique <laughs> yeah go on, jody yeah it's the classic game that everyone does right in the middle of running just pick up a rock throw the rock okay. yeah, that was class that was so good maybe distraction rock. techniques at that point uh um, did you did you keep the rock is that no the no way no, we no, are not no. friends no, no. <laughs> we are not friends. <laughs> um i don't know there was definitely tough days and it's weird i think without the film and then people watching the film and reminding me that like my angle hurt and these things like you forget it you forget the pain that's why you sign up and you do another adventure um but for me it's just there was no question of stopping um until like something dramatic happened that completely pulled me out. Um, and that's always, I think that's maybe a practice thing. That's always been my mindset. So I think now it's just habitual and 
no matter how bad things get and like you just avoid medics or <laughs> something or put on a smile <laughs> yeah, when you're you avoid going anyone that's going to tell you what you don't want to hear <laughs> yeah you just put on a brave face and try and do your best walk past <laughs> um yeah. That's yeah. why I was talking to the physiotherapy guys about that. I love trails. And they're very much like, yeah, we're not going to tell anyone they can't run, even if they probably should, because they're just not going to want to hear it. I was like, okay, yeah, probably, probably quite wise. That's how you get customers. <laughs> That's who we go to for physio. I'm going, so my leg's broken, but I want to carry on running. How do I do this? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and they understand. <laughs> awesome. God. Uh, we're probably quite close to time. So this will probably be the last bit of this conversation. But uh, yeah, uh, it's so tough when you're like, I find it when I'm running with really good, other, other really good runners, doesn't matter how I'm doing. If they're, if like Jody, that's why I think it must've been extra tough for you because you're running with two guys that are like right from the get-go, they're running faster than you, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it doesn't matter that you're amazing out there doing it, going at your own pace, like that can still be quite tough. Um, yeah, I think I'm, um, I knew they're both faster than me. We hadn't really had a conversation before that we were going to stick together. Um, I think it was just sort of known, but I think as soon as we started, we sort of just said like, yeah, we'll go at our own pace. We've got the cars, we can keep an eye on each other. Um, it felt really safe. Um, there were a couple of points where both I think Gabe and JB stopped because they saw like just men and they stopped and just to see that I was going to be okay coming past, uh, which is actually something I wouldn't have even thought about at that moment. Um, but now I do like we've hind like that's something else I've learned <laughs> that I should maybe be a bit more cautious, but very grateful to them. Um, and it, for me, it actually takes the pressure off. Like these guys are naturally way quicker I know what it feels like to slow down your pace um it's already a mental toughness but also then becomes a physical toughness that you're out there longer and you're slowing down you're at a different pace also then takes pressure off me I can go at my own pace I can do as I want um and then we did the last day together which was amazing and those guys definitely dragged me through and kept yeah me well, well, like you go through some tough points in that where you, you know you're not saying you're cursing the landscape and all of that uh when but then you meet Gabe and obviously he's got this amazing energy uh but it's it's another thing like you know JB struggles with I think I would have struggled Gabe no offense I think I would have found it quite tough when I'm like cursing the landscape and you're there doing techno dancing but <laughs> you are able to pull yourself out of it and enjoy it and you recognize that Gabe is there to help you uh, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I absorb Gabe's energy. I take it from him. It, it was amazing. I, there's a scene where there's goats crossing the bridge and I had been running up to it sort of with my head down and I actually stopped to laugh because Gabe was dancing the other side and then there's these <laughs> goats just coming past and the whole thing I just found hilarious. It was great and it really picked me up. I had a great run after that. So yeah, Gabe is for some, for me and was <laughs> like me, definitely an energy source. Awesome. I think I, I do, I have, I got to bring the energy, not just to, uh, you know, just to bring up the group, but also, you know, for myself and, you know, I, then I, I'll, I'll start, you know, dancing or, you know, singing something weird. And then uh, Jody will vibe right back with me and it just, and it brings up just the energy of the group. And that's really important. Um, really important. 
Yeah. And also the, the five euro entry tent to Berghain. What, what's the story there? <laughs> so, uh, so I lived JD, in Berlin. I know that. Myself, I know that place very well. And uh, and Alex. Alex was taking photos on the trip. Um, so there's the two videographers, uh, Ben and Alexis from Sourcey, and then Alex was taking photos. And he's he's uh, one of our good friends from Berlin. And we were playing a lot of techno because we definitely um, bonded over some some good Berlin techno. And we uh, thought it was hilarious because we, we were just like blasting techno in this, uh, in our tent in the middle of this like, like random canyon. And uh, w- which was in the middle of nowhere. And we're like, yep, this is, uh, we're going to call this tent Bergheim. It's good. Absolutely love that. I love that a lot. Awesome. I think I think that's I think that's all we've got time for. But honestly, thank you so much for for coming on the pod. Um, and yeah, watching the doc was an absolute inspiration. Um, but yeah, thanks again. And like, um, um, where can people watch the watch the um, watch the film? Thanks for having us on. First of all, thanks for asking us to be here. It's been great to chat. Um, Harry, it was amazing to meet you at Love Trials as well. And Charlie will see you next year, um, if not before. Um, But yeah, it's available. You can check out the website, which is runningtheroof.com. But it's also now available on Prime, um, Apple TV and Google TV. Um, Oh, I've lost track. (laughs) I don't know. Is it anywhere else? No, that's you good. The Holy Trinity of streaming. It's on Amazon Prime as well. I'm pretty sure I've seen it on there. It's a, yeah. Use Google and you'll find it, uh, listeners. If you're not on the internet, you're probably not going to find it. You're probably not going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, thanks again, both of you. And uh, yeah, It's so amazing to meet you guys. Uh, definitely should do a live episode in London if you're around anytime, Gabe. Yeah, Jody, you're in the country, right? Yeah, I'm Cornwall. You're welcome anytime. But yeah, it would be a nice excuse to come to London. Actually, I'd be happy to come to Cornwall, actually. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, I bet it's gorgeous out there. It's pretty nice. (laughs) You know, I've been promising Jordi I was going to visit Cornwall for ages. So yeah, I feel like we've got to make that happen. I got heard there's some good running trails out there. Yo, there's some good running trails. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so amazing in Cornwall. It's unreal. It's beautiful. Awesome. Thanks again, guys. Cheers, guys. Much love. Bye-bye.